Welcome back to the Mount Mogul Podcast. This is your host, Drew Speaks. And today, guys, we have our friend back, Giovanni Thompson. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course, man. Of course. So today we're going to go ahead and recite a poem for you all and do a quick, you know, discussion about it. You know, quick, you know, some questions and then debrief, see what our thoughts are. And we're going to go from there. Yeah, let's do it. When Tomorrow Starts Without Me by David M. Romano. When tomorrow starts without me, and I'm not here to see, if the sun should rise and find your eyes all filled with tears for me. I wish you wouldn't cry the way you did today while thinking of the many things we did not get to say. I know how much you love me and as much as I love you. Each time that you think of me, I know you will miss me too. When tomorrow starts without me, please try to understand that an angel came and called my name and took me by the hand. The angel said my place was ready in heaven far above and that I would have to leave behind all those I dearly love. But when I walked through heaven's gates, I felt so much at home. When God looked down and smiled at me from his golden throne, he said, this is eternity and all I promised you. Today for life on earth is done. But here it starts anew. I promise no tomorrow, for today will always last. And since each day is the exact same way, there is no longing for the past. So when tomorrow starts without me, do not think we're apart. For every time you think of me, remember I'm right here in your heart. Ooh. Okay, <laughs> where do we start? <laughs> um, honestly, with this one, I'm gonna attach the link, guys. But you'll see that there's different parts of this that I was just telling you, honestly, that um, you can take a part out and really just talk about that part for like an hour. Yeah, you really can. Yeah, you know. Um, but for starters, man, I want to say I love the. I love the the sort of the image that I can get from this because it's like, yeah. for those who grew up on the Medea movies and Tyler Perry, <laughs> you all know that. Um, I don't know if you ever seen was it Big Happy Family, and she was talking or Medea was talking about how, oh, um, when you lose someone, you know, you got to make sure you you give them the flowers while they're alive, mm-hmm. you know, and also how like oh, when they're gone, they're not necessarily gone they're still with you right and that's the first thing that came to mind when i read this one so what about you when i read this i don't know it's just a perspective like i think i just think it was a very interesting perspective on how to flip a poem because usually when people well the first initial you know thing i got from this was a suicide note Mm. um but after like actually like sitting through the entire poem and like feeling every emotion it's like it's basically like somebody saying like it's okay like mm-hmm. i know i'm gonna pass away it's okay everything's gonna be fine like yeah i don't know it was just it was just a very emotional roller coaster for me yeah and it's almost like a uh like a spiritual hug yeah exactly you, you know what i mean mm-hmm. oh, the beat motor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah like it's you know when tomorrow starts without me and i'm not here to see if the sun should rise and find your eyes all filled with tears for me it's like it, with that first opening line, it's, it's, it's like 
that's that's it sounds like they're narrating this almost uh-huh. like they, yep. like that's a word that's something that we you know we picture hearing from someone that we lost right you know what i mean did yeah. you feel that same thing or? yeah because i think just off the first line alone when tomorrow starts without me i feel like that in itself is a poem like mm-hmm. there's so many things you can unpack from that just one line like and then of course you have like every other line to follow but just that being the opening line of such a jam-packed poem is like i don't know it's just you Based on, like, if you're going through, like, if you're grieving somebody, like, currently right now, just reading that first line, like, I think you can, when people read that, they kind of read it as if their actual loved one wrote it personally to exactly. them. Like, that's what I'm getting from this. Mm-hmm. So Exactly. And so, in the second, um, second stanza, it was, I wish you wouldn't cry the way you did today while thinking of the many things we did not get to say. Now, Ooh. that first, <laughs> so when I... Obviously, in the first one, right. we're all, we knew what we were getting into. Mm-hmm. The second one, you know, saying, oh, well, we did not get to say. That's the, I feel like that's like sort of the first thing that we think of right. when we lose somebody or you feel like that detachment starting to happen. Right. You know, we get that sort of feeling where it's like, there's so much I wanted to tell them. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's so much that we didn't get a chance to do and yeah. this and that, you know, and I don't know. That's that's how I felt when I first, when I lost, um, you know, my dad. Right. You know what I mean? When I first lost him, it's like... You know, it didn't dawn on me dawn on me at first, but then it became like, dang, I wish we could have talked about this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's things that just that start to do, like ha- like you think of, and it's like, wow, like when I'll never get this chance again. Right. You know. So yeah. what did, what do you think of it? Like I just well, this gave me this, um, the sense of like, just tell your family you love them, tell your loved ones, your friends, siblings, mm-hmm. anything because anybody can just be gone in like an instant show them so, that love like you got to show them the love because you don't want you know for them to pass away to pass away one day and then you're saying well dang i didn't get to say this to them like i really wanted to tell them i love you like for one last time so mm-hmm. yeah this is just just shows you like just appreciate every moment that you have with a loved one a family member whoever it may be just appreciate every single moment that you have with them and cherish it exactly and yeah. that's that's huge that's a big message right yeah. there because because that's the i feel like that's the first thing that um that's one of the first things that comes to mind for most people. Right. I mean, we can't speak on everybody's yeah, situation, mostly. but usually you think of like, dang, I wish I would have, you know, got to do this. Yeah, and it's exactly. like those what ifs always come to mind. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So I guess we could just go ahead and break this down. Um, yeah. I know how much you love me as much as I love you. Each time that you think of me, I know you will miss me too. See, now that's another one of those things. It sounds like it's it sounds like it's a, a message coming from that person. Exactly. You know, that, yes. what did you think of that one? Like, the way how I thought of it is like, if I was like, first of all, just reading this whole entire poem as a whole, it just feels like one of my loved ones that I, that I, that I lost is mm-hmm. saying this to me. Like, yeah. I can, even though I'm reading it in my head, I feel like that voice in my head is them like kind of saying that to me. Mm-hmm. Um, like, because I always feel like if you're just thinking about somebody that you lost and like you're grieving that, they already like they already know that already like they yeah. miss you too so mm-hmm. just feeling that and knowing that like okay i miss you but i can't hear your voice again like you i i can't physically tell you that i miss you anymore mm-hmm. so just reading that and just saying like i know you'll miss me too it's just yeah do you yeah. feel that like i don't know if it's just me but do you feel that sort of like it's more of an out of body yeah oh my you? yes that's yes. exactly what i thought of it's like literally with the you know it sounds like they're narrating it and it's also as if like um Oh, it's also spreading a message. Yeah, but it's all seems though it's coming from someone that they lost. Whoever may have wrote this, I'm exactly. not sure, but that's sort of the thing that they're trying to touch upon here. Right. So when tomorrow starts without me, please try to understand that an angel came and called my name and took me by the hand. 
out of body. So, <laughs> so that's another one of those, you know, mm. please try to understand that an angel came and called my name and took me by the hand. So, you know, I don't know what everyone's religion is um, or what, you know, you may go by, but for those who do believe in God and, you know, they, they usually teach you that, oh, you know, an angel will come down, those who die, you know, right. come down, they'll take them with them to heaven's gates and yeah. go from there. So that's the sort of, that's the first thing that I thought of when I read this. I had to take a pause, actually, and think right. about that. So, yeah, what what'd you think of that? What I got from it is, I think, like, when somebody passes away, the first thing people say, like, they just blame God, like, how could you take that person from me, and so on and so forth. But I feel like whoever wrote this poem, like, I feel like they wrote it, like, shortly before they passed away, knowing mm. that, you know, their family member was going to be like, like, they're just going to be mad at, you know, the whole entire world. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like just saying, like, an angel came, like, just please understand that an angel came and, you know, took my hand and, you know, brought me up. It's like, it's just, I guess, like a message, just like kind of a universal message to not even, you know, the person that they might have wrote it to, but like everybody who's even lost somebody. Mm -hmm. It's just a universal message that, like, this is a part of life. Like, God didn't just out of the, the clear view just say, you know, I'm just going to take him today. It was for a reason and everything happens for a reason. So. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The angel said my place was ready in heaven far above and that I would have to leave behind all those I dearly love. Now that that sounds even more direct mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. Um, you know, the angel said my place was ready. You know, what I mean, now we're speaking in the third person where it's exactly. like the angel said it was my time. Like he like they already knew that they were going to pass away. Like it's my time. I know I'm going to die soon. So. Exactly. You know, it sounds like he's uh, it's, it's like an explanation of what's exactly. going on to that person, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. So but when I walked through heaven's gates, I felt so much at home. When God looked down and smiled at me from his golden throne. So there, <laughs> like I said, I'm not sure where everybody's religion is, but that's that same thing where, you know, I walked through heaven's gates, I felt so much at home. When God looked down on me and smiled at me, looked down and smiled at me from his golden throne. That's the place that we all picture ourselves, you know, through after this life. You know, and now it's also an explanation of what's happening. Yeah. You know, when people do, when people die, or when yeah. you know that uh, the out of body uh, experience is happening. So yeah. What did you think of that one? This one kind of gets me emotional, but I'm not. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a thug, so I'm a, you know, figure <laughs> out. But um, keep it G. Keep it G. Exactly. But I don't know. It's just I feel like well, because I don't know. I believe in I believe in God like you know strongly, um, and I don't want to make this a religious thing, but um, just hearing that like. But when I walked through heaven's gates, I felt so much at home. When God looked down and smiled at me from his great and golden throne, it's just like, when you, I think that's, I want to say every, not everybody, but everybody who does believe in God, that's like their, their one goal. Like they want to, they just want to be in heaven. Like it's peace, birds, animals, your family, everybody's there. It's just like a whole peaceful, you know, state. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I just feel whenever those four, those, that stands are like, when I'm reading that, I just feel internally at peace. I don't know why, and I'm not, you know, I'm not dead. Obviously, I'm alive. Right. But I just feel like, I don't know, I just feel at peace when I hear that, like, when I walked through Heaven's Gates, I felt so much at home because everybody's home is their safe haven. Like, when you feel comfortable, you feel home, you feel like you can be yourself. That's what I'm getting from that. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I felt that too. He said, this is eternity, and all I promised you, today for life on earth is done, but here it starts anew. I promise no tomorrow, for today will always last. And since each day is the exact same way, there's no longer, no longing for the past. So I, had, I wanted to read that together because 
I feel like this is a message that can actually apply to to us now yeah. here on earth. Right. You know what I mean? I promise no tomorrow for today will always last. And since each day is the exact same way, there is no longing for the past. Now, I mean, I know this is, is more pertaining to when you do get to heaven. Right. You know, there's no need to worry about, no more worries. You know, now is the time of, you know, solitude. Like you're, yeah, you're eternally, yeah. You're here, you know. And, yeah. but what I feel like it applies to now here on earth and, you know, for people that are still here, it's like right. we don't need to, to really dwell on the past anymore. 100%. And And with this person that we may be losing, you know, though they're gone, it's okay to, it's, it's, you don't want to forget. Yeah. But, you know, you want to have that forgiveness and you want to always remember, you know, what you got from that person when they were here. Right. You know, so what, what did you take from that? I think that, like, with most people, um, you know, when they lose somebody, um, of course, like, you would, re you would reminisce on, like, all the memories that, you know, of course, like, you shared and the things that you still wanted to do with that person, but you, ne you just never got a chance to. Like, just hearing, like, I promise no tomorrow for today will always last, it's like when, well, how I feel is, like, when you get to heaven and, like, there's no worries, like, you're there eternally, like, it's just a place of solitude, like, mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about, well, this happened when I was six, this happened when I was 26, you know, so on and so forth, like, there's just, it's just no need to worry anymore, like, all my problems are gone now, so, for example, if, you know, the person, you know, who was reading this, that it was, you know, written to, like, if I was that person, I would take that as if, like, I don't have to worry about them anymore because they're, they're in heaven now. There is no worries. Like, I know you're in better hands now. So. Mm, right, yeah. for sure. Um, and to finish it off, um, so when tomorrow starts without me, do not think we're apart. For every time you think of me, remember I'm right here in your heart. See, for, like I said, for people who have lost someone out there, I, you know, we may be, you know, those same people. That's usually what, you know, people say and that person may have, you know, left that message too. Right. I feel like that, the way, finishing the poem off with that was probably, honestly, my favorite part. Yes, mine too. Because remember, I'm right here in your heart. That's that's the, the feeling that we, that I feel we should always carry. Right. If you have lost somebody or yeah. you, you know, became detached from someone, you know, it. That's, that's exactly what I think of when, when I think of this one. Yeah. Um, actually, well, this poem, well, really the last, well, the last two lines, for every time you think of me, remember I'm right here in your heart. Those last two lines, um, you know, inspired me to write um, this tribute that I had to, you know, read for uh, my great granduncle's funeral, uh, mm. I think it was like um, back in November. Like, I just wrote it in a place of like, okay, well, I'm still grieving, yeah, but this is just my time of, like, reflecting on, you know, just your life and, like, everything that you've given to the family, everything that you've given to the world. So just hearing, like, just I'm right here in your heart, it's just very, like, sacred to me, like, knowing that no matter where I go in life, no matter what time of the day it is, I know that you're right here watching me, you're right here in my heart, and I'm going to carry that throughout my entire life. So, for sure, for yeah. sure. So my question is, um, to start off, so first of all, shout out to the Letter to Life podcast. Thank you, um, thank you. Um, Geo and Jordan, Jordan right? Um, I heard the first episode, and you guys were talking about vulnerability, right? Yes. Yes. So it's per it's perfect that we're even talking about this now. Mm -hmm. How how uh, easy or how hard was it for you to be able to be vulnerable enough to talk about this type of thing? You know what I mean? 
I think like you have to go through so many different situations and experiences throughout your life that I guess kind of push you over the edge of, you know, being vulnerable because if you bottle up so many different things and, you know, just things that you don't want to talk about, there's going to be a situation that presents itself where, you know, you're going to have to talk about it or you're going to have to, you know, feel those emotions. So I don't know, you know, just being vulnerable in general. Um, to be to even talk about like things that you know happened to you before or like emotional things that you're going through i just feel like it takes a very brave and strong person to do that and people need to see the beauty and the art in that because i feel like people might say well i don't want a pity party i don't want you know everybody you know kind of like oh he's crying whatever case may be but i don't know just being vulnerable and just being able to you know talk about you know so many things that like are near and dear to you and like that you're emotionally and internally still going through it's just a whole bunch of beauty in that for sure and yeah. and honestly when i listened to that first episode from you guys i really felt that because yeah. like you guys are you know touched upon that point a lot where as as black men you know what i mean whether it's in a barber shop or just around your friends exactly we're you know looked at we're supposed to be strong all the time and talk about the same thing maybe sports or women like you know exactly. what i mean mm-hmm. when when can we really talk about these things that exactly. actually that actually weigh on us that yeah. actually hurt right you know so when I heard y'all say, I'm like, wow, I feel that. <laughs> I feel that, you know what I'm saying? So right. shout out to that, bro. Um, so my question also, uh, so what brought you and Jordan together to do a podcast? Um, actually, uh, we were having, um, we were just having a conversation. Um, this is probably like, I want to say sometime like September or October. We were just having a conversation and I forgot what the topic was, but like we were just talking for like three hours. like, well, And I'm we didn't realize until we checked the time. And we just said like, if we can just have just a free and smooth conversation like this, like, and we're talking about like deep stuff that like people need to actually talk about, we just need a platform to do so. So I think that's how like the podcast idea came to play. Um, and then of course, you, you know, we worked with, you know, our team at WCUG to make mm-hmm. everything happen. Um, so yeah, that's really how it started, just based on a deep conversation. Yeah, so. for sure. And and usually it was, it was probably just flowing, and then you guys knew that you know exactly. well, we should go ahead and record. Next. Exactly, it was just be fun, like a little fun project to do. So yeah, yeah. for sure. And shout out to uh, what is it, a uh, DWG or how's uh, it? WCUG. WCUG. Shout out yeah. to them. Sorry, I butchered y'all's no, name. You're <laughs> um, but for sure. So tell the people where can we find the podcast? So you can find the podcast on YouTube by searching Letter to Life, um, or you can go to my Instagram at blvck. P-R-V-N-T, or Jordan's Instagram, m.jordanallen. Um, and the link, it, there's going to be a link tree in our bio, and it's going to take you directly to episode one. And if you guys have trouble finding that, I'll be sure to have the link in the description. And also, uh, their at names. Shout out to Jordan, too. I hope yeah. to, you know, talk to him one day also. Um, so once again, thank you for being here, bro. This was, having this was good, man. Yeah, I, I loved I it. Yeah, this this bon, I might just need to take a break after this. Goodness gracious. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, thanks again for being here, man. No thanks um, for having and thank me. you all for listening in. I hope you all have a good evening, morning, or whenever you decided to listen to this. Thanks, guys.